For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Excited. I'm excited because of uh, theme for the year, a year of being thankful. Because I happen to also know the the great blessing that comes from being thankful. There are some people who are naturally optimistic, and they naturally say yes, and they agree to things quickly. Others too are more pessimistic. They are questioning. They are doubting. They are not sure. Will it work? I don't think so. I, I'm not the pessimistic type. I'm the one who believes that it'll work. And so, for me, being thankful has not been a difficult situation. It's not always, but it's a, normally. And that is why I'm a bit excited that this is our year of being thankful, and we shall see the value and the power. Of being thankful, Hallelujah! But um, this evening, for just a few, it's our first, our first uh, sad service this year, and so it's not a service into the night, and um, we have other meetings following. So today is a very short service to welcome you back from your Christmas break. Amen. It's a very, but it's a very important service. Because I want to set a tone and a pattern. I want to give you a blueprint, a plan to follow. That if you will follow this plan for this year, uh, you'll be very happy by the end of the year. Amen. If, if you can follow, keep what I'm about to say. It's a very short message. If you can keep it always before your face. Always remember these points you will be surprised at how this year will end 
on a positive note. And that is why we are talking about promotion. Amen. Promotion. Hallelujah. Changing your rank. Moving out of your rank to a higher level. Because everybody wants to go forward in life. True or not true? How many want a promotion of any kind at all? And that is what is going to happen to you in the next few months if you can follow these few points. Father, thank you so very, very much that once again, happily, we are here with our church family. Brothers and sisters, we love so much. Some we have not seen since last year. Some who uh, we have not had much. But here we are again. And Lord, thank you that you've kept us safe and sound. This holiday has had some bad news for some people, but not us. Some have lost loved ones, but not us. Some have had a crisis even in these first few days of the year, but not us. And so we are especially grateful and thankful for that truth. Bless us, oh God, today, tomorrow, and every other day coming. In Jesus' name, and all the saints said, Amen. Put your hands together one more time and you may be seated. We are, we are talking this evening about promotion and how to change your rank. Amen. And I'll be giving you three, four, five points depending on how you write. And, and these points, these, these are very, you know, the mystery of Christianity is that it's very simple. It's very simple. It's not uh, any difficult mathematics or physics or any chemistry that is at work. You know, it, it is, Christianity is so simple. But maybe that's also the biggest problem. Because we are used to complexities in life. We are used to life being very complicated and very, very difficult and hard to conquer. So when you see something very simple our initial response is suspicion. It's too good to be true. It's not possible. Is that all that I have to do this? Is that all? Then we begin to either not do or add to it. And both of these things, whoever subtracts or adds to their book, his portion will be subtracted or added to. It's not a good thing to add or subtract to this, this fact. So tonight, there's a few points, and I want you to keep them vividly before your face. Number one point. There are ranks. There are ranks. And there are levels. Amen. Whichever world you operate in. Be the natural world. The spiritual world. The academic world. The business world. The finance world. The political world. Whichever. Whichever world you operate in, there are levels. Hallelujah. And, and the truth is, a lot of people never leave their level. Joel chapter 2 and verse 7, I, I came across a very, a very interesting version, the voice. The voice. And this is the key James they shall run like mighty men, they shall climb the wall like men of war, and they shall march everyone on his way 
and they shall not break their ranks. Um, you will not, they will stay in their positioning for the time. This is what it says in the voice version. They run like champions into the fights. Like skilled soldiers, they scale city walls. Every man marches in formation, never leaving his rank. Everybody is born somewhere. Everybody is born to parents who are something. That determines largely your station in life and your rank. Yeah. So, some of us are born in low ranks. Others are born in... Are you offended? I should change the message. Others are born into higher ranks. It doesn't matter what rank you are born into. There's a higher rank. It doesn't matter where you are starting from. You can go higher. And that is why some rich men don't rest. They are working day and night into the night and early morning because they want to go higher. A certain man, he was binding and casting out demons and fighting so that he will reach 500 million because he is at 400 something million and he wants to reach half a billion. Everybody has a target. Yeah, and, and everybody, there's something that is higher for him. And so there are ranks. Amen. Amen. Eh, eh, look at the neighbor and say, my neighbor, I hope you know your rank. Oh, I, I should change the message again. I hope you know your rank. Yeah, you know where you are born. You know your school you went to. You know your financial status. You know what you can do, what you can't do. You know whether you buy from fools or you buy from shop. You, you know your rank. Yeah, you know you're right. Oh, it's not true. And, and listen to this. A lot of people, you, you see, listen, you know where you were born, you know how things are. And the truth is, many people never change ranks. Um, as we sit here in this room, you may mistakenly think that this is um, like sort of representative of Ghana. This is Ghana in, in this room. You know, we are average Ghanaians. I mean, we all feel average. Yes, we all feel average. And we all like, oh, we're all okay. But it's very far from the truth. This group here is a very not normal group. And what I'll tell you is that very, very many people who are born into a station in life, few rise above it. If your father was a tortured driver, you are likely to be a mate. <laughs> and when you grow, when you grow and you become a man, you become a tortured driver. Yeah. And Charles has been very generous to become a station manager, but still in the same cultural environment. Yeah. Recently, I was talking to a man who's a farmer. 
trying to help his children to go to school. And he wasn't interested at all. He wasn't interested at all. We, we are farmers. And, and my parents were farmers. I'm a farmer. My brothers are farmers. We are farmers. And, and so a lot of people don't change ranks at all. Maybe, you see, we who are here, we might have changed our ranks. And so you assume it's natural that, oh, people move up automatically. Now, when you don't know how something happens, you can't repeat it. You can't repeat it. You don't know what you did for it to work. And so it has happened once. You don't know how, it, how to make it happen again and again and again for future promotions because suddenly you are here and, oh, I'm promoted, I'm here. But you don't know how you got here. And that is why this evening I am trying to make it a bit clear to us that there are ranks. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that clear? Number two, only God can change rank. First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 7. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. He raiseth the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them hallelujah it tells you that God is the one who can radically change lives amen very very similar to a scripture in the Psalm, Psalm 75, Psalm 75 and verse 6. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Hallelujah. I want us to understand that... Um, your efforts, human efforts alone, are not very successful in changing levels. You will find some people who have gone to secondary school and they still can't hold a fork and knife well. Or oh, it's not true. Okay, you, you don't want to say it. You will find some people who are, have come to a, 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 a place and you find that they still smell. The, the, the smell hasn't gone. Because that one is not easy to change it. Yeah. It's not easy to change it. And, and you find people who are educated, but not very changed. I, I, are you here? Not very changed in their thinking. You will think that education can change people. It can modify it can modify. It is God who changes. Amen. There's a very interesting 
thing about this scripture, um, verse 6, promotion cometh not from the east, nor the west, nor from the south. Those who do geography, every compass has four points. But only three are mentioned here. And, and you wonder, what does that mean? You know, and they have said very emphatically that promotion does not come from the south, nor from the west, nor from the east. But they left out the north. They left out the north. And you wonder, what does that mean uh, um, that the north is left out? For your information, you see, many of us, we don't, we, we, we think the world we see is everything. And that God is outside the world and everything. But, but not entirely true. God is in our world. Hallelujah. And so from this scripture, if anything, where is God? God is in the north. Isaiah, Psalm 48. Psalm 48. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. It's a song. In the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. Beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. On the sides of the north, the city of the great king. That is where the king's city is. On the sides of the north. Which north? The north. Yeah, the north. That's what you say, you can go to the north. That's where the God is. In the north. Isaiah 14. I want you to know that God, you see, is not by accident. What Bible says, and that, oh, they, left, they forgot the person who wrote, forgot the north. No. It's not, not geographically bereft. It's a, a truth is showing us. Verse 13. This is somebody talking. You know him. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend unto heaven. I will go where? To heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mouth of the congregation in the sides of the north. In the sides of the north. So, there's a place where you can find God. North. Hallelujah. It's, it's a, a geography. Oh, you are going there. Change your mind. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a place where God is. And that's what he said. I will sit there some. On the sides of the north. Hallelujah. But that's not the point. That one day we'll come there. The point is that it is God who changes these things. It is God. I mean, you, you, can, you can find the truth is that the vast majority of people don't change. The vast majority of Ghanaians, you see, when you, when you look at your area boys, when you are younger, when you are younger, your area boys, your friends in the area, if you like go back now and walk in the area, you will find some who are still there. True or not true? I remember, I remember when I was in secondary school, um, form one and two, there was a certain wall we used to patch against the, I mean, have a wall 
used to perch when you were younger. A wall or a corner or a gutter or a, a, a place where you used to go and sit. Your corner. Yeah. I had a, we had a wall where we used to go and hang on the wall and give him commentary as we were passing. Aha, uh-huh, that is. That was secondary school. So I finished secondary school, went to university, finished university, uh, traveled, went to Norway, seven years, came back. And one fine day, I went to my grandfather's house, which is where we used to stay in Mamprobi at the wall to go and see him, the aunties who were there. And as I was going, I said, let me drive to the area to see if how the area has changed. And as I turned one corner, I came to another wall where we had some friends who were also perching on that wall. And as I drove past, can you believe my shock and surprise that somebody who I was there with him, secondary school, we have left and gone around the world and come back driving our cars. He was still on the wall with his motorway. <laughs> he was still on the wall. And as I drove past, I instinctively hid in the car. I felt, no, he shouldn't see me. It is, it is too bad that after all these years, you are still, but that is how life is. Amen. Oh, I said Amen. And, and don't laugh. Because your, your journey is not over yet. Oh yeah. Your journey is not over yet. Some people don't go much further than where they are now. You see, some of us who are here, if you examine your life, that's why I'm preaching this morning, this evening, at the beginning of the year. If you examine your life, you will see that the past year, in two years, in reality, you have not moved anywhere. You have just done some sidestep or some turn. But you are in basically the same place. Same accommodation, same job, same income, same shopping for foes, same food you are buying, same bills you can't pay, same rent. Am I saying something strange? Same rent challenges, same fire burning you, same anger at the government. See, I, I mean, why is the anger at the government? Leave the government alone. We are still here to live our lives. This is not the government living your life for you. But the years have gone and come and gone and come, and you are still basically in the same place. Hallelujah. Because we don't change much. If we had, are you here this evening? If we had the power to change our lives, wow. By now, by now, the car park is full. If we had the power to change our lives. Some of you by now, you'll be here again. You've gone. Some of you by now, you've changed your hairstyle. Hey! By now, you're wearing some super crocodile shoe. Or, hey! But it's because... No, no, listen, listen. You're laughing, but don't laugh. It's because we don't have the power to change our lives. 
and it is made clearly manifest by the reality we see every day. Hallelujah. If we could change our lives, we would have changed it. The fact that we have not changed it means we don't have that power. It means somebody else, somebody else has the power to change our lives. Hallelujah. And that person is God. Amen. And that person is God. So it is God who changes lives. For promotion cometh not, neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God. But God. And so tonight, I'm happy to inform you that it is God who has the power to change your life, promote you, set you up on high, bring you from the baller to the prince's palace, from the dunghill to walk with kings. It is God who has the power to radically change your life and make you great. Somebody who came from a family where there's no car, you will have two cars parked in your house. Somebody who came from a family where we have Atakami family house, you will build a mansion in your lifetime. Because it is God who will lift you from the dunghill, the poor man from the dust, and set him with princes. That change, I mean, from Atakami house to Atakami house is possible. It's not a change. It's not the dunghill to the palace. It is a change in the same area. I've built a house, Atakami house in the village. It doesn't count. You have not gone for it. But God, God is the one who makes a change in our lives. May that God change your life. And may there be a real change, a real uplifting in your life. Amen. But listen to this. What attribute of God is at work when he's promoting somebody. It's not kindness. It's not love. It's not mercy. No, no, no. God has many sides. Which side of God is activated when God is going to lift or promote somebody is not the common attributes that we often give God love, kind, uh, patient, forever. No, no, no. It is judge. It is the position of judge that God will sit on that chair before he will activate any promotion. Amen. Amen. It is, are you here this evening? It is not that, oh, God will just promote. I mean, God, I love you so much, I promote you. You are my dear child, I promote you. No. Not at all. I am, I am there. God, God, is, God is love. God is patient. God is kind. God is everything. God is love. And so that loving God would come and promote. Not at all. The attribute of God that provokes and brings promotion is the judge. Is the judge. Amen. It means that God before, are you listening to me? God, before he promotes or does anything about promotion, there is a judgment. 
There is a judgment. There is a ruling. There is a test. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't just promote anybody. One day, somebody was saying something. And he said, God does not arbitrarily take money from the sinner and give it to the Christian when you haven't worked for it. It doesn't just move money around for no reason. No, 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 no. And uh, sometimes we are, we are Christians, we are praying, Lord, treasures of darkness, release it. Hey, read the Bible well. He doesn't just take it and give it to just anybody. But to my servants that is building the temple. He doesn't just release money from anywhere and just give it to anybody and say, oh, there's some rich man here. Die, bring the money and let me give it to my church. That is why the rich are still rich and the church is still where it is. It's not that he just does a shuffling and then say, I have some two million here, uh, uh, you collect. I have some five million here, you collect. No, 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 no. God is judge. God is judge. Amen. Before there will be a promotion, there must be a test. Only some useless schools under a certain system have what they call mass promotion, where every fool in the class is promoted to the next class. Yeah. Mass promotion. Every fool is promoted. Do you know what happens? It gets to a point where the fool can go no further. Oh, yeah. Uh, mass promotion. We can do it. GSS1, SS2, SS3, SS4. But it comes to a point where Wasi will catch you. You can't go further. You can't go further. The mass promotion comes to a point where it doesn't work any longer. And, and, and uh, interestingly, interestingly, all the... Are, are you here tonight? All the levels at which mass promotion works is in the same class. It's the same class. So when you are mass promoted from P1 to P2, it's the same level. P2 to P3, P3 to P4. You don't become richer by that change. It is the change from Wasi to university that has the power to change your life. But from SS1 to SS2, and you drop out, you are no better off. You are no better off. You are equally foolish or equally unemployable as the SS1 graduates. God is judge. Amen. Judge over promotions. Listen to this. Promotions come after tests. Are you listening? Okay, let me add one more thing here before I come back to the tests. Promotion brings prosperity. Yeah. Many people are looking for prosperity and you can't find it because prosperity doesn't work by itself. There is nowhere where you just prosper. No. But every promotion every promotion has an upgrade 
Are you listening? Yeah. Every promotion has an upgrade. Every promotion, when followed, leads you to prosperity. And so tonight, if you are praying, hoping for prosperity, you want to prosper, let me tell you something. Look for promotion. Amen. Look for promotion. Hallelujah. And if you understand promotion, you know that it is what brings prosperity. Many are looking for prosperity. They're looking for money. No problem. Look for it. But, and, and that is why so many people in this world are keen on fighting for promotion. They are struggling. They are fighting, giving bribe, giving everything for promotion because somebody is willing to pay for promotion. Because the promotion, once I get it, will pay me back many times my investment to get the promotion. Oh, you don't understand? Yes. So promotion brings prosperity. Listen to this. Every promotion comes from a test past. Every promotion comes from a test you have passed. Amen? Are you listening? This is maybe the most important point you can carry away tonight. That passing a test is what will lead you to a promotion. And God is the judge who will judge over the test you have written or done to pass you or not. And believe me, he's a fair judge. Not like some people who can be bribed with a goods or anything. He's a fair judge who cannot be bribed at all. And so God is judged and lifts up one or sets down another. Hallelujah. Listen to this. If you know and understand promotion, you will always look for it and do what you must to get it. Did you hear that? If you know and understand what promotion is, if you know, I'm taking my time over these points. This is the whole message tonight. If you know and understand what promotion is, you will always look for it and do what you must to get it. It means that you will never reject or evade a test because it is tests that bring promotion. Hallelujah. But this evening, I am so sorry, I am so sad to announce to the house that 99% of us who are here, we avoid and reject tests and trials. Most of us would happily live a life where there was no test. Most of us, 99.9% of us who are here, if you heard, ladies and gentlemen, from today, 
No more test in life. You will see that, yay! Everybody will jump. Even those who wake up and start shouting. No more tests. What? I don't believe it. God, what are you saying? Tests are finished. Yeah. No more tests. It also means no more promotion. You are frozen in place. You are permanently stuck where you are. No more tests. No more promotion. Yeah. If you understand. Are you here tonight? If you understand what a promotion is, and you will know that a promotion comes by tests, you will never reject or grumble at a test or a trial that comes your way. Hallelujah. That has been our default setting we avoid tests we don't like tests we look at every test as an evil thing we try we try to as much as possible find ways around tests and every time a test or a trial comes your way you bind it you curse it you reject it, you nullify it, you invite all the powers of heaven to fight the enemy sent against you, you invoke the supernatural angelic hosts to rise to your defense and deliver you from this test. Let it pass over me. Let it fall on the left-hand side or the right-hand side. 10,000 here, 5,000 here, but only with my eye I will see it. It will not come nigh unto me. And we do our very best to avoid every test possible because we don't like it. And unfortunately, unfortunately, some of us have been successful in avoiding tests. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. We have been able to bind and resist and refuse and not give in to those tests. Not pass through, but go around. That is why some of you have not progressed in life. Every test that is meant for your promotion, you have rejected it. That is why some of you drop out of school because no more tests. I want to stop school as soon as I can so that I am free of all these worrisome things that the teachers are sending our way. Beautiful. You are now free to stay poor at the total driver level for the rest of your life. You are now free to become a house girl or you are free to become a storekeeper or a secretary for a Kumasi businessman, you are free to become an Uber driver. You are free to stay low down, low down, because you never rose to go up higher than any level set before you. You are free to stay poor. 
every test, every test is designed to mold. Are, are you here? I mean, I don't know about these current wasi things, but in the former times, you did nine subjects or eight subjects to do all levels. Every subject has its test. And every test is designed to test your knowledge in a specific area of academics or education. Likewise, in this world we live in, every test that you face or will face is especially designed to test you in a certain area of life because you cannot be a doctor when you fail biology. What are you going to do with, my, with me when you come on, on the exam room and then where is the liver? Is it here or here? Is it? No, you cannot. I mean, you want to be a civil engineer and your mass weren't good at that time. How will you calculate the structures of the building? Can the pillar support the weight? Um, co- 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 I think so. You think so? Co- 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 I think so. I think it can stop. I don't want a house based on your knocking on the column with your knuckle checking whether it will support a ceiling. Abraham, is that how you build co- co- checking that thing? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You want to build without doing maths? No, not at all. You want to do Akito and you can't draw. Hey, look, I've seen some architects. <laughs> They are projects. Disaster. I mean, they fulfill all the requirements, but there's no beauty. And so, are you here tonight? Every test that you meet in life is designed to test an area of your life. Test your morality. Test your strength. Test your spirituality. Test your intelligence. Test how much you believe God. How much you can endure how much you can go without hearing from... It's, it is... I, I don't know why you are quiet again, but it doesn't matter. Every test is designed to bring out something in you. Because you are not a complete person sitting down here. No. Nobody sitting down quietly like this is a full person. There are many, many sides to each person sitting coolly and calmly looking at me. Some of you, your mouth is like razor, machine gun, but you are here quietly, coolly, because right now, there's nothing to provoke that aspect of your life. There's nothing to provoke it. You see somebody sitting down here, cool like that, quick-tempered man, slapping left and right. But there's nothing here right now to let us know you are quick-tempered. You are all looking down here, coolly. There's nobody testing your pulse. Cook The food has come late. Too much salt. No, we don't know. We don't know. You're not tested. But every test brings out something in you. Yeah. And, and, And you want to be rich. Why should God take money from an unbeliever who gives it to girls and give it to you who will stop it himself? What's the benefit of the church? What's the benefit of the church? In all cases, nothing comes to God's coffers. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? 
This man, Mr. So-and-so, takes the money, gives it to small girls to go. And then God takes it for him and gives it to you as a Christian who take it and spend on yourself. What is the benefit of the church to this money transfer? Zero. Why should God do such a transfer? We need to know how you will react or respond to wealth. And that is why sometimes we'll give you a breakthrough, we'll give you some back pay, we'll give you some kind of financial pressure, he will give you poverty, he will give you dollar has gone to 25 cities, he will give you all kinds of pressure because it is only under pressure that the toothpaste will come out of the tube. It is in the tube, coolly, resting there. When you squeeze it, then it's coming out gently. Then we know, is it red or white? We don't know what's inside. But when you squeeze it, then we say, ah, it's red, white, green. Uh-huh. That's the color inside. It's coming out. It's coming out. Yeah. The, the, the test. No. And, and God has no business just moving money around. At least the unbeliever worked for it. At least he took a risk and went all night. He drove, went to Dubai, he took a false passport to Dubai, came back, passed to customs and, and immigration, and brought their goods out, all smuggled. It's a risk. He deserves his money. You, you have done nothing. I'm sitting down. I should give it to you. Why should God? I mean, why should God? Amen. And, and so tonight, the, the message is very simple. For every promotion, there's a test. And it's not one test. Oh, I don't know which school does only one exam. It's a series. Some years, I mean, some years, when I was in pharmacy, I think first year, second year, we had pathology. Eish. Every week, when you come to a class, we cast, ah, you're, you're smiling. Yes. You remember this. We'll be doing doses. Hey, every week as you go to a class, you know we're in for a test. I mean, no, no test was, it was not a good, and I don't apply it in life. But at that time, every week there was a test. And then you go to a stage where final year, the whole year, no test. You're just walking around, walking the lab, doing things. Sometimes in a season of your life, there are tests battering you left and right. Test your wife, your children, your finances, your dog, your cat, your car. Everything is under pressure. Coming from all sides. And then you have a season where there's nothing. You're just in life. Oh, it's good. Oh, But there's a test waiting for you. Even that year you're working for, there's a test. Yeah. And, and, and you see, never say when the tests are coming, God know day. Where is God? What, what have I done? My child was sick. When he got well, no. My wife became sick. She got well, no. The eldest born became sick. He got well, no. The last born broke his leg. Then, no. My business is being shaken. My director has been embezzled money. We are all being sad. Suddenly, what is this? It's first year. 
test after test after test after test, back to back, falling on you, feeling battered. And you see, all those things are to bring out a certain training in you. All those fiery tests coming on you. It's not, it's, it's not to destroy you. I don't know any lecturer who came to kill students. Those some students die. He didn't come to kill you. He came to test you. To see what's inside you. What, are, what have you learned all these years? Hallelujah. And simple. Pass every test. Simple. Pass every test. This test about my boss has sucked me. And this test about my children. That they are all bringing out something in you. How you respond to extreme poverty is very important. How you respond to a landlord, a landlord, one day, a certain person was sent to go and build somebody's house. And he went there. And as he went there, the the land was under contention. But they were trying to build quickly. As he was building, a man passed, a man was passing, and he saw the the man who was passing, when he saw the house, then he made a comment that, oh, the house is moving fast. Then the builder said, does it concern you? Hey, then some rude comments and hey, the man was just quiet. And the man sent to build began to chastise the bad. Who are you? What do you think you are? You people who are passing by by heart like that. You don't know what is what we have done to build. Do you know who I was talking to? The chief. The chief. Hey. When the owner came and heard, I had to go and lie down to beg the chief that, oh, that my son is Nabal. He's a fool. Yeah. You see, a test of how you treat strangers, somebody you don't know, somebody who's working casually. And, and let me tell you something. Those of you who don't know, very people who dress very, very sharp, flash, and things, not like this one, but like this one. Not this one, but like this one. Who wear suit and things? They're not rich. They're not rich at all. They are, they are just people who are very rich people. They don't dress like that. True or not true? You say anything. <laughs> very rich people don't wear dress. They wear just trousers and things. One day, we went for a service. And in the service, prophet asked for an offering, $10,000. I remember, $10,000. I need somebody to give $10,000. As we sat there, some guy got up and began walking to the front. Then we asked ourselves, did you hear? 
Did you hear what they said? Or maybe you didn't hear. Because 10,000 CDs and $10,000 is a big difference. 10,000 CDs I can do. $10,000 is a different story. And so as he was going, we asked, did he hear the announcement? And as he was going, and we're questioning, and someone said, oh, he heard. He heard. The guy wearing sandals and khaki trousers, he was just walking. He heard. They said, that guy walking like that, you don't know who he is. And you see, it, it is, these are all tests. Are, are you here tonight? All tests to see how, what is inside you. And it is then, only then, God knows who to promote and who to demote. Who should go back and meet more people? You think you are something. Because you have gone to school, Jesus says, you are feeling tish. No, no, no. God says, you, God is judge. And you see, it's not that he's neutral. He puts down one and sets up another. Hallelujah. So, tonight, all I'm saying is that promotion, you can't promote yourself. No matter how much you try. Any self-promotion is like self blowing your own trumpet. It means nothing. Nobody cares what you say about yourself. You can't promote. God must promote you. God will promote you when the seat of the judge is activated. When there is a testing of the qualities of of who you are to know what is in you. That is when we can now let the judge activate his promotion powers. And that's truth is that many of us we pray our best prayer Lord let it pass over me let it fall to the left or to the right let it not be my portion but tonight what does James say James says Counts it all joy. This this scripture I I went through various versions to see what they say. King James says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into Diverse temptations. The voice says, Don't run from tests and hardships, brothers and sisters. As difficult as they are, you will ultimately find joy in them if you embrace them. New Living Translation. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, 
When trouble, are you here tonight? When troubles of any kind come your way, what kind of trouble have you seen? I said, what kind of trouble have you seen? When trouble of that kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. The contemporary English version. Contemporary English version. It says, my friends, be glad even if you have a lot of trouble. Tonight, I want to end by saying that in this our year of being thankful, you have no reason you have no reason not be thankful to God in any circumstances. No trouble should have the power to steal your joy. No trouble, no challenge, no trial, no temptation must be able to make you grumble and murmur under your voice. This year, in the year of Thanksgiving, it should be the case that no, are you here this evening? No matter the condition under which you find yourself, you must be able to lift your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. And when you are even under the greatest pressure, know that that pressure is working out something good for you. And even as you are suffering, and you will suffer, some exams feel like torture. Some examiners, you want to curse them. Where did this man find this question from? What wizard is this man? He wants to fail us. No. No. He's bringing out something in you. And tonight, I want you, most importantly, in this year of Thanksgiving, being thankful, I, I, want, I, 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 I want every one of us huh, to be thankful, no matter the condition, no matter the situation. I, I, I want, you see, when you are thankful, you feel happy and then you are feeling generous. Or it's not true. When you are thankful and you are blessed and your life is bubbling, you are walking around, even your little money cry, you want to look for somebody to give money and dash money and show your kindness. I want that to be our default setting this year. That we are thankful to God. Oh yes. No matter what, I said, no man, if, what, you see, just, just, no, it's okay. No, no matter what trouble you find yourself in, no matter what challenges, no matter what pressure, no matter how hungry you are, you haven't eaten today. Lift your hand and say, thank you, Lord. Say, if you're a proper God, you give me food. No. I'm testing to see what you do when you are hungry. 
will you curse me and die or say that naked I came, naked I shall go? How, how will you respond to my challenges? What is, your, what is your reaction? What will you do when your last money, your last something falls down and is lost? Will you curse and swear and begin to say, or, or you just say, ah, Lord, continue your work, Lord. Do what you will do. What will you do? What, what, what will burst out of you? And, and if there's anybody here, I don't know, maybe not. But if there's anybody here who wants to see a good year, if there's anybody here who wants this year to be a profitable year, if there's anybody here who wants this year to end on a high note, that by the end of this year, I've acquired property, I've gone forward, I see clear progression, promotion, advancement, improvement, I see clear forward movement in my life, if there's anybody here who wants that testimony, let me tell you something. Start thanking God. Start thanking God. From the very first day of the year. Oh, if you are clapping, clap. Yes. Start thanking God. Even when you go and spark your car, the battery is dead. Hey! 400 CDs, 450 CDs battery, a bill has come out of nowhere. Just say, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. If you just wake up this morning and then you have gone to your business and one, one guy, a carpenter, he came to his office, his shop, everything had burnt down. Everything, everything was burnt. Even the iron was burnt. There was nothing left. You just stand there and say, ah, I will arise out of the ashes. It is a test for us as a church, all of us. And you see, when you say something, believe me, Believe me, Satan will test you. He will come and say, you say, I'm doing thank, thanksgiving, eh? You say, thank, thankful, eh? Okay, we'll see. When I start to step on your toes and prick you from behind, you will see that what will burst out of our mouths. But let it be such that this year, it will be a year where genuinely we are going to be thankful to God. No matter what we see or pass through. Eh, and, and not by, by um, um, emotion. No. By deliberate decision. I will thank God. I will thank God. That is my determination. I will thank God. And if you can walk this. I, I am determined. I am determined that this year I will not complain. No, 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 no. I am determined that I... I'm going, I'm going to be thanking God from day one. I'm not waiting for good days to come. No, I'm, I'm not going to wait when God does me good. Then I thank him. No, I'm going to thank him through rain or sunshine, through heights and lows, through good weather and bad weather. Wherever I find myself, I am going to be grateful and thankful to God because he is and every test is a stepping stone to promotion. May God promote you this year. May you pass every test that will be brought your way. 
may you never be found failing. Failing with your lips. May you never be found questioning God's ability because of your emotional pressure at that time. And Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you so very much for these thoughts that bring our minds to the purposes of your testing to bring about endurance in us that patience will be worked out and bring forth its final fruits. Thank you, Lord, for this evening. Thank you for this year. It will be a good year. It will be a good year because we are thanking you already. Thank you for a good year. Thank you for a year of breakthroughs, a year of success, a year of great uh, advancement and promotion. Thank you for a year of breaking down barriers, a year of moving into new levels of life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for a year where you will do things only you can do. Lift up a beggar and not bring him to a trotro station, but take him to the palace. Take a poor man and turn him not to an average man, but to a rich man. Take a man who is way behind and catapult him to the front of the line. This is the year, oh God, you show your power to lift up one and set down another. And Lord, I'm happy to say, Lord, you will never set us down. We shall always be among those you will lift up. Always among those you will establish. Always among those you will lift up on high. Because, Lord, we are so grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you for my situation. Thank you for where I find myself. Thank you for my family, children, wife, brother, sister. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my car. Thank you for the trotro. Thank you for the money. Thank you for every, every blessing, every single thing I have. And Lord, thank you for the challenges that are coming my way. Thank you for the budgeting that I'm struggling to balance. Thank you for the, 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 the exams lined up against me. Thank you for the, the interview. Thank you for all those, even the one, not so nice things that are set before me. You're a good God. You're the judge. Rule justly over our hearts. And let praise burst forth from our hearts. Tonight, you want to thank God for whatever he has done for you. So many things. The good, the difficult, the hard, the easy. The ones you asked for, those you didn't ask for, the ones you think are good, those you don't agree with, those you wish hadn't happened, but have still happened, those that have brought you a bit of pain, those that have brought you some pressure, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, this evening, you want to thank God, oh God, you are a good God. You are a good God. Lord, I don't understand everything. I don't know everything, but I, this this I do know that you are good and this I do know that you are working for my benefits that is why I dare to lift my hand wherever I find myself and say thank you Lord thank you for everything that has fallen befallen me every challenge 
every obstacle, everything that is standing in my way. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Oh, lift your voice wherever you are. Just thank him. And some, sometimes we say, oh, God knows I'm thankful. No, 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 no. Jesus lifted his voice and said, thank you, Father. When he stood by Lazarus' grave, he looked to heaven and said, Lord, I thank you always. And I say it because of those who are around that they will know that I'm grateful. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you so very much for everything that has happened in our lives. The good, the bad, the ugly, the hard, the easy, the difficult, the ones we asked for, ones we didn't ask for. Let all those things, let all those things unfold continually before our eyes. And this will be our song. This will be our story the whole year through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Put your hands together tonight. I want you to pledge. Pledge between you and your God that I will be thankful. Oh, yes. We will have difficult days down the line. Oh, yes. We will have some hard nights, hard knocks uh, along the way. But our song will not change. Our song will not change. Our situation may change, but our hearts will not. That word steadfast will be applied to us. We steadfastly stand on that statement, our God, he is good. And on that note, may God keep us all May God bless us all. May God bring out his purposes in us. May you see advancement and promotion. I like what the prophet said on, on the Chalak night. What you are looking for, cast your net on the right side and you will find it. May this be the year that anyone who has a deep desire for anything you will find it. Amen. Hannah had cried for many years. She had no child. But one particular year when she went to Shiloh and she came to the tabernacle and she cried that year, God heard and answered her with a child called Samuel. May this be that year for you. Amen. May this be the year what you have wanted for years shall materialize in your life. May this be the year that your heart's desire huh, shall be yours. May this be the year the thing that you want above all else. God will drop it into your bosom. And this year, even as you thank him, Hannah, the Bible said, and she stopped crying. And she went home at peace after that prayer time, even though no baby had come yet, that will be our testimony that before anything comes into our lives, we are thanking God. And we are saying, Lord, you are good and your mercies are forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so, so very much. We can't finish thanking him. I don't want to stop thanking him. 
I want to go on and on. Because he's worthy. He's worthy. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He called me back.